We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our guys have an understanding that every day, every moment matters. The Chiefs kick off the playoffs against the Jags in a Saturday afternoon showdown. You win and you keep going, you lose and you're done. What both teams are saying ahead of the AFC Divisional Round coming up in this week's press coverage. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Press Coverage with Marlia Campbell. Hear from sports players and coaches as they get ready for game day. The top storylines and headlines people are talking about, straight from the people they're talking about. Press coverage is proudly sponsored by 360 Vodka, a holiday distillery favorite. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked cheese podcast network of 2022. And now, let's go to Marlia to get all the latest on the Chiefs' upcoming game. I think you just have to have a different intensity. I mean, the speed picks up. Every play matters. Um... You, you, in the regular season, you feel like that, but you might try a little bit more because you, you know that you can make that mistake and maybe come back from it. Um, but in, in the, the playoffs, every every single play matters, mistake or positive, and how can you execute at a high level? And if it, if it doesn't happen your way, you have to bounce back quickly. And uh, that's the, really the only huge difference, and I think our guys have a good understanding of that. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom, to our first playoffs edition of Press Coverage. I'm Marlia Campbell with Casey Sports Network. We have a packed show to get to today as we look ahead to Saturday's Chiefs-Jags divisional round matchup at Arrowhead. Now, these two teams have faced each other already once this season, back on November 13th, with the Chiefs winning 27-17 in Kansas City. Getting us started today, opening thoughts on the Jags and their improvement since Week 10 from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo, and offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Their offense is uh, executing very well. Um... I think they're they've got a pretty good grasp uh, of what uh, Doug's expecting from them, uh, and I'd say the same thing with Mike Caldwell's defense. That they're uh, they've got they've got a lot of phenomenal players on that defense, and they're playing faster uh, than we saw them the the last time. I, I think they're just more comfortable overall. With that. The speed comes with that. Yeah, I mean, I think the only difference is they might just have uh, a little bit more confidence just because they're winning football games right now. But they, they're a talented team. I knew that the first time we played them. Uh, you can see the talent that they had. Uh, they were flying around to the football. Uh, they made a few mistakes here and there, and that's why we kind of got the win the first time. But uh, we understand how good this football team is um, and how much of a challenge it's going to be for us to go out there and try to find a way to get a win. Um, and so we're trying to prepare ourselves the best way possible that, that we can find a way to win it uh, there on Saturday. They do a lot. They're kind of like, you know, way Coach Reed and the guys are here. You're not going to, probably not going to see 
what they did last week, two weeks ago, whatever. They, they change it up quite a bit. Um, and so I think they've gotten to the point where they're, they're players and Doug, they're so well connected that they, they can do that in a game plan and change it around. Maybe early in the year, I didn't go back to, you know, it's really halfway through the season you look at now. <clears throat> I'm sure early with the growing pains, it was a little bit different. But to me, it's kind of like the whole playbook is there. You know, they're wide open. And, and listen, they're, they're, they're that anyway, and we're expecting anything. All fourth down plays, you know, go for it, take chances. We've got to be ready for gadgets, anything like that. You know, I don't think they look any different. I, I'll say this. <laughs> we knew going into that game that they were a very talented team. I got a lot of good friends on that staff, and they do a great job. The thing that I'm seeing now is that those guys embracing the process, right? They're starting to trust exactly what their coaches have provided for them. That's a very talented team. Those guys, they play hard, they play fast, they play physical, they're aggressive, and then on top of that, they have belief in what they're doing. You just don't come back and win the game down 27-0 and find a way to win. So our job is to make sure that we're taking care of our business. If we're taking care of our business, we'll give ourselves a chance. But this is a great team and a great opponent that we will be playing against. Tremendous coaching job, phenomenal coaching job. Imagine he's up uh, for the coach of the year. I mean, by, by uh, his performance and how he's resurrected that, that program there. And that's not an easy thing to do, and, and he's done it as well or better than anybody. Jacksonville was 3-7 and seven after that Week 10 loss at Arrowhead. They've since won seven of their last eight. Here's Jags QB Trevor Lawrence and head coach Doug Peterson on that last matchup and what's changed since. I mean, Week 10 seems so long ago. I mean, it, you know, I guess it was 10 weeks ago, so... Um, I think just, you know, speaking of the team, I think we're in a really good spot. We have a lot of confidence, played a lot of football since then. You know, we've, we've won a lot of games since then. Um, you know, I think we've played much better this stretch than we did earlier in the season. So I think there's been a lot of things. Same for the Chiefs, though. You know, they've, they've, they've had a lot of games since then. And, and we all, I mean, we, we, we got the film is the film. And you know what, you know, you kind of know what, each team wants to do, and there's going to be wrinkles and all that, like there always is, and especially game planning for a big game. But um, it's just about execution, and I think that's the that's the biggest thing it comes down to, and especially in the playoffs. Is you know they might have a few wrinkles, but their scheme is their scheme, and it's about who's going to execute better, especially when you've already played the team once. You know, so that's two weeks in a row where we've played it. We're playing a team that we've already played in the season, so um, it'll be interesting to see you know what the plan is and I uh, feel feel great about what we got in so far and excited. Offensively we know we can play better we didn't execute early in that game very well um, had opportunities we missed some kicks early that probably could have kept us in the football game made it a little bit closer um, <clears throat> we had a touchdown called back you know things of that nature we just got to execute better uh, looking at that and defensively um, we settled down in the second half but again um, just the, the mental mistakes, you know, the errors that we made of, you know, being out of position or, you know, out of alignments and gaps and things of that nature. So, yeah, we'll go back and obviously look at that. Uh, we've made the correction since then. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully go out and, and put a, you know, put a four quarter game together. As far as the game plan for round two? Yeah, we're going to onside kick again to start the game. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys get that? <laughs> Um, you know, listen, when you're, when you're playing, you, you got to play disciplined football, number one. Um, you're playing a well-coached team. They're a disciplined football team. Uh, we have to be prepared for them, too, as they've had a couple of weeks now to really um, maybe come up with some wrinkles of their own, right? And, and that's, that's Coach Reed. And uh, he'll, have, he'll have some, uh, some wrinkles up his sleeve, I know. 
but for us, it's just a matter of just staying disciplined and, and trusting what we're doing and just understand your role within your game plan. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some familiarity on both sides, I think. I, I, I think they'll feel the, probably the same way. Um, but they're, uh, we're a little different, and they're a little different in some areas too. So, uh, so I think for the young guys, that was a good experience to play against them. Um, they, they know the, the speed of the players that they're going to play against. Uh, but they've put in a few more wrinkles in there, so you got to make sure that you get all that covered. But I, I, if I said, will it help you or hurt you, I'd say it probably helped. Uh, um, but, again, you know, uh, I think those, those kids have really progressed and done a nice job with it. Now, it didn't look like the Jags would be in this position based off the first half of last weekend's wild card game. Jacksonville got down 27 to nothing to the Chargers, largely thanks to four first-half interceptions by Lawrence. Really, it was just a recipe of a bunch of different things in the first half that didn't go our way and some bad plays by myself and um, just some, some plays that obviously you want back. But um, a lot of things just were – and then you look at even the, the punt that hit us, like crazy stuff like that, you know, just didn't quite go our way. And we just kept our head down and knew it was going to turn. Obviously, we had to do it quick, though, you know, kind of run out of time at that point. But, you know, it was good to get that drive before halftime to kind of get the spirits back, get the momentum back a little bit, and then just tell our defense, hey, you guys go get a stop. We're going to keep scoring. And I think we scored every drive in the second half, didn't punt again. So, um, I mean, that's that's huge, obviously. It gives us confidence. And you don't, you don't want to do that, but to be able to win a game like that is really, really special. They'll be confident. should be. So, um, he, he did a... You know, he did a great job of that, of not falling apart and making it happen. So that doesn't happen very often in this league. He did a nice job of that. Yeah, no, it's tough, man. Uh, the, the, when you throw three interceptions, especially in the first half, if it's if, or four four interceptions, especially if it's in the first half, um, if, if, if it's your fault or not, uh, that kind of can see, seep into your mind of how, man, like what decisions am I going to make going forward? Do I protect it? Or do I stay aggressive? Uh, but he he battled through, man. That that's a true test of a competitor, man. That whenever stuff's not going your way, uh, to still pull your team to find a way to win. Um, and he's done it at every level, high school, college, and now in the NFL, he's he's taken that team and they've turned it around fast. Um, so he's a great competitor, man. And we understand it'll be a great challenge. And they have a great football team that's playing, that that's been playing playoff football for it's like a, over a month now. So they they understand how what it takes to win, and we have to go out there. Um, and do whatever we can to, to do what we can to win. I thought it was amazing. I mean, uh, the, what the job Doug did, obviously keeping them like that, because it can easily go the other way, especially with a young team in a game like that. And then they kind of chipped their way back, right? They stopped them in the first drive, and then they come right down and score. I'll tell you what I thought was key, and I showed this to the guys this week. I talk about, <clears throat> I think I've said this to everybody here before, to me the most four, four most important series in the game, first and last of each half. In that game, the last series of the first half for the Chargers' defense was a two-minute. They ended up scoring, right? I thought that was big to go to get the seven points at the end of the half, and then it kind of carried them. And it was impressive what they did. I mean, all we're doing here this week is trying to make sure, first of all, it gets that way, and then make sure we don't let them get back. A little bulletin board material from Lawrence this week. He's not necessarily worried about playing in the world's loudest stadium. Yeah, I mean, I think... Obviously, the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean, I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly, but that was when we were on defense, not offense. So you, you, we played there earlier in the year, but this is a little bit different. You know, it's a playoff game, divisional round. 
Um, so the stakes are higher, so I expect them to be even crazier, more packed stadium. But um, I mean, at the end of the day, you just gotta you gotta go play, and you gotta make sure you communicate. That's the one thing we gotta get in and out of the huddle. We gotta get the line of scrimmage so we have time to communicate because everything naturally takes a little longer when it's loud. Not everyone can do it. I mean, obviously, not everyone can do it. Is that just something that you've always been able to handle? The noise college and whatever you've had in the pro or is yeah. it something that you work on on practice field or? I mean we work it you know we have the speakers you know pumping when we're on offense when we're playing an away game and you know you get used to it through college and then now the last two years so it's just something you learn to you learn to get used to and you gotta I mean you gotta win games on the road you know so you can't let it be too much of an advantage for them you know you gotta find ways to operate and to communicate and to be on the same page when it's really really loud um, and I think you know we've done a pretty good job this year on the road be, communicating well um, so that'll be the key again, and just making sure we're all on the same page, going the same direction, and we'll be we'll be fine. A few big headlines to get to, including an update on wide receiver McCole Hardman's status, Eric Bieniemy interviewing for a head coaching gig, and running back Jarek McKinnon earning some league recognition. Those are all coming up right after this. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL division round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I love doing the stepped-up same-game parlays. I've been doing the anytime touchdown score parlays. They're always fun, and you always got a chance, as BJ Kissel says. And here's what you got to do. got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL divisional round and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Yeah, I mean, you definitely feel, I guess, a little bit more rested. I think it's it's about uh, how can you, how can you, how did you manage that bye week? How did you work out? Like, what did you do to keep your your body ready? Because, like I said, they've been playing playoff football for a month now, and they just had a big comeback and have a lot of momentum on their side. So, how can we match their intensity the moment we step on that field? As you know, the Chiefs got some much needed rest this past week. Here's Reed's injury update, fresh off the bye, with some big news on wide receiver McCall Hardman, who's been out since November with abdominal and pelvis issues. All right. Um, the guys that 
won't practice today. It really, it's just McColl. Um, I'm just going to back off him a little bit and see if we can't get get it feeling better. He's been pushing it hard and it's not responding the way that uh, that he wants it or or you know we want it to. So we'll back off on that. Reed was asked if the team expects him back this season. Yeah, he does, and we do. Yeah. Um, you know, you just you want to try not to take steps back, or and um, it's not that we've taken steps back. It's just that it's not getting where it needs to be, where he can he can go. So my feeling is that if we just back off on it and let him let it rest a little bit here um, and do his rehab and that, that uh, he has a chance to get better. But we don't, you know, he doesn't want it. And we don't want it. We don't want to put him out in a bad situation. So. Um, or he can't, or he can't play. Hardman played in eight games with six touchdowns before going down. He's got a special type of speed, um, a, a special type of speed that uh, is, he does a great job with. If it's jet sweeps or stretching the field vertically, and, and he's gotten better and better at at, at making those tough catches. Uh, so it's um, we've done a great job of replacing that with other guys. But I mean, having McColl is McColl is a special type of player, and uh, he's done a lot of great things for this offense. The kid is a tremendous, talented kid, and he brings a lot to the table. But just like we do with all of our other players, it's our job as coaches to make sure that we're getting the other guys ready to step up and play big in those particular roles. Coach Joe has done a heck of a job with the guys that he has. KT has done a heck of a job. Sky Moore has done a heck of a job. I mean, hell, uh, Juju, Quez, uh, Jay Watt, you know, the tight ends are stepping up and uh, our backs are doing a great job. So. Those guys understand that, hey, when someone's not available, it's all of our chances and all of our opportunities. We got to make the most of, meaning we got to go out there and provide some big play material by making something happen with those particular players. One of those guys stepping up big time down the stretch this season, Jarek McKinnon. The veteran running back was named AFC's Offensive Player of the Month for December and January this past week. <laughs> uh, I landed back. I landed back here and had a whole bunch of text messages. Uh, guys texting me, coaches, te former coaches texting me. So that's kind of how I found out. But uh, I mean, you know, it's just, just a blessing, man. And then, you know, just to have, you know, recognition like that, if you put in so much work, uh, it's definitely a blessing. This six-game stretch with a receiving touchdown is the longest by a running back in the Super Bowl era. McKinnon has nine touchdowns during that time. It's great. But, you know, like I said before, man, I couldn't do it without any of my teammates, coaches, uh, you know, supporting staff and stuff like that. So, um, it's a collective effort, uh, but, you know, like I said, it's a blessing to uh, definitely have that recognition. Yeah, very smart, very good football player, kind of the the awareness part, um, all the intangible things. He he has that. He can see the field, feel it. He was a quarterback. I think probably helped him because <clears throat> you have to be able to do that, and he was able to transfer that into uh, the run blocking. He had to know that as a quarterback. Okay, how are they blocking here? And are they setting up a three technique so I can, you know, work off of it? And all those little things he, he's very good at. And then as far as the getting open part, that, that's all the coaches. You know, they everybody has a piece of that pie, and even some of the players that they they put in, they enjoy doing that. So um, that, that's a. That's everybody. He just knows how to be in the right spot. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, he has a good sense of the quarterback timing. 
uh, when to uh, be in there for protection reasons and when to get out. Um, and then whenever he's hot, he always has his eyes around and he's ready to catch the ball. And then he makes special plays with the, when he gets to catch. He seems like he can get in the end zone almost every single time. So uh, he just, he's a, a vet and a guy that knows what to do whenever he catches the football. Yeah, listen, they love McKinnon. So he's, he's that kind of guy. He's like everybody's big brother. Um, you know, and he's funny. He's got that high-pitched voice. And, <laughs> I mean, he's funny as all get out. So, um, you know, every, everybody thinks the world loved him or loved him. You know, any accolades he gets, they love. You know, the coach said you're funny and that you kind of talk in a high voice or whatever. Yeah. I mean, tell me a little bit about how funny are you? Do you tell jokes? Uh, What's up with that? I don't know, man. A lot of people be coming up to me telling me I'm funny. I don't. I mean, I'm not a joke teller. Uh, I do have a higher pitched voice. Coach gets on me all, every day about that. Uh, Does he ever imitate you? Like oh, all the time, all the time. He did today too, in office of meeting. Uh, but it's good though, you know. Like he said, man. Uh, he's big on letting everybody show their personality. So you know, it's, it's a loose environment, but you know, we still come to work. So you know, he makes it fun and enjoyable. Another headline from this week: the Indianapolis Colts announced they've interviewed the enemy for their open head coaching gig. Well, I'll just say this: it's always good to be recognized, and always great to have that opportunity. But right now. You know, it's, it's, it's game time, so we'll worry about that when it's time to take care of that. But, yes, it's always good to be recognized for that. And, yes, do I believe that I'm qualified? Yes, I do. But that's not the issue right now. The issue is making sure that we're taking care of business, that I'm doing my part and being accountable to those guys who's counting on me to be available and be at my best when my best is needed. Game time it is. Kickoff is at 3.30 Saturday afternoon. You know, it's a great atmosphere. we got to embrace it. You know, no one expects us to do anything, you know, so go play, have fun, enjoy the moment, um, and let's see what happens. You know, we've, 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 we've put ourselves in this position to be one of the four remaining AFC teams, and, you know, you got a lot to play for. And uh, whether we win, whether we lose, you know, our season was a huge success, you know, from, from that standpoint, first year together, overcome a lot of adversity from last year to this year and pushing these guys through. and. Um, just go, go play and have fun. I think you build up for this all season long. Um, and the, the regular season, you take it week by week. Um, but you want to be here in the playoffs. And you know you're going to play uh, the best football teams in the league. And that's what you want to do as a competitor. And so uh, I'm excited to, to get to go up against a great football team at Arrowhead. That's always a good time. That's it for this week's press coverage. Make sure you tune in to KCSN on YouTube and Twitter for live postgame coverage as soon as the game ends. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.